Today on the Marketing Musician Podcast, I've got a great tool to help you know when to send your tweets, and we dust off an interview of a booker. It might seem like a lot to make it happen today, but give it all you got, and you just might find your way. Just make the music, and you can choose to tell the world just who you are. You're listening to the Marketing Musician Podcast at marketingmusician.com. All right, hello, you marketing maniacs. It is I, your smiling host. Jam and Dave Jackson, author of the book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement and Keep Them Out of the Asylum. That is out at our website at marketingmusician.com. You know what else is out there? The, the, the tutorials to show you how you can handle your, you can be the webmaster of your website and you can take that class, consume all the tutorials, step by step stuff for a dollar. Go to marketingmusician.com, sign up and use the coupon code listener. And the number one, no spaces in there, listener and the number one. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, it's 888-563-3228 is our toll-free number. You can also click the voicemail button out at the website. You can leave a comment on the blog. You can send me an email, dave at marketingmusician.com. Everything that uh, I'm talking about now, you can basically find at our website, which is marketingmusician.com. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about Buffer App which is this great tool that lets you spread out your tweets. But the question became, well, what time should I be spreading them out? And I actually used a tool. It's called, I guess, Tweriod, T-W-E-R-I-O-D.com. And uh, what it does, you sign in with your, your Twitter account, and it shows you when the people that are following you are on Twitter. So like I originally had mine set up to send, I think a tweet at like seven and apparently nobody's following me at seven o'clock in the morning. And likewise, I was really surprised about this. Nobody was following. This is for my podcast account. Like eight o'clock, apparently everybody goes to bed. I'm like, really? Uh, but if you want to follow me, I'm at musician podcast is uh, my Twitter handle for this particular podcast. And um, the great thing about this is it's free. Now it lets you do kind of a checkup on this once a month for free. And if you want more reports on this, I think it's like either five, ten dollars a month, something like that. Not a big deal. And uh you can find that again at twiriad.com. Hey, we want to hear what you have to say. Join in the conversation. Call 888-563-3228 and get your voice on the podcast. All right, next up, this is actually a rerun, but it's a really old rerun of a interview I did back when this podcast was called The Musician's Cooler. And it's actually from a guy named Mike from a club here in Cleveland, Ohio called Wilbert's. And I thought, you know, there are, are ways to... uh understand how to be a better band is to understand is to ask your your customer what do you want and so in this interview we talk about him his club how he does booking but listen at the end i ask him like 
what are things that bands do that drive you nuts? And you'll hear him talk about things like being late and expecting this and doing that and that. And it's basically how not to get booked or how not to act when you're at a club. Because from what I've seen, for the most part, uh, guys that run clubs, birds of a feather flock together. And they do talk to each other. I know that. I have designed websites for other bar owners and they definitely talk to each other because on occasion one bar may actually uh, get close to running out of booze. And so what do they do? They call up their friend and say, Hey, how many cases of bud you got left over? Cause we're down to almost nothing. So they do help each other out and they do talk to each other. So if you actually do a gig and you just go in with this major attitude and you wreck the place, you start late, you demand to get paid, uh, you know, this much money and you're rude to the staff, all this other stuff that's going to get around. And just, especially in the age of the internet today, just realize that when you are, if you're not a home alone in your room, you know, somebody's probably videotaping you and that is going to get back to people and usually people you don't want. Uh, I'll give you an example, a funny example of mine. I did a podcast. I still do a podcast called Building a Better Dave at uh, betterdave.com where I just talk about my life. And when I first started that podcast, I was going to be edgy. And I did an episode about if there's no, if, if Amish people aren't allowed to use electricity and uh, it takes electricity to run a camera, that means there's no Amish porn. And I went into this whole thing about, you know, plow my bean field and, you know, raising my barn and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, my, um, my now stepdaughter, uh, found that when she Googled me. And uh, of course she told grandma. So always be careful how you act when you're in public. Be very careful what you post on the internet and uh, because that can come back to bite you. And uh, so here is my interview with Mike from Wilberts. Mike Miller. And what I want to get your input on, we're here at Wilberts, and you can go to wilbertsmusic.com. Correct. And Mike has been nice enough being the booker of uh, Wilberts to to chat with us for a bit. And so I wanted to get a, if you can kind of, you were talking when I first walked in about your experience booking bands. It's not, you've been, you're, you're now the owner of Wilbert's, but in the past you've owned other clubs and things like that. So how long have you been? I've been booking 23 years. You know, I mean, that's when I, national acts. I mean, I started booking bands when I was in high school. So, wow. And, and I've been in the restaurant business since I was in high school. So it's like, Two of my loves, I just kind of put together and just, um, you know, done my thing and try to make it work and find what you raise love a family. And, and, and you go find what you love and then find a way to make a living at. <laughs> yeah, right. It. That, that's it. That whole making a living thing is the, yeah. sometimes the hard part. Um, but what I wanted to get because I always tell people to work. My advice to, to bands is to work with the club owner, right. not for the club owner. Right. You know, try to create a relationship. As I always think of it, we're both in it together. Right. And if it doesn't work out for me or if it doesn't work out for them, then there's no reason, you know. Anytime I book a band, I give them my press list, which I will add you to my press list now. Um, because I expect them to work on it just as much as I do. Um, you know, to, to get in contact with you. Because I think, like, a lot of these writers or radio people... They, they don't want to hear from me all the time, you know, but they kind of like to hear from the artists themselves. So I kind of do it for them to, like, get acquainted with those people, and it, it will help the Knights, which will help both of us, you know. I mean, I 
So is that like the local radio guys around here, or what, what mm-hmm. else is on the Yeah, like I do like all the college stations. I got pretty much a lot of their emails. Um, I've got, you know, all the the newspapers and stuff like that. So it, it's kind of like we're all in it together, you know, and it's not, you know, they're an employee just as much as my wife is or Allie or Nicole. You know what I mean? They're We're all in this together. So right. We all want to make it work so we right. can all, I mean, have fun doing it. That, and that's what it's all about. It's, you know what? It's all rock and roll, but you got to have the business sense on it somewhere yeah. there. You know, it's got to be, got to come to the bottom line and makes makes sense for everybody. It is the music business, right? <laughs> and it will eat you up. Yeah. You know, and I've been doing it 23 years, and I still haven't figured it out. You know, it's it's, it's a tough business. You know, there's a lot of quirks and economy, and yeah, location, what have you. So. When if if a, a band is contacting you and they want to play your club, what are some of the things that drive you nuts about bands? Well, if I get a press kit and it doesn't have a return phone number in the mail, that seriously happens. Oh yeah. Okay. And they, and or or the thing that might happen is they don't put it on the disc, and I'll throw it in my disc player in my car because that's where I usually listen to them, and it might go in a pile. Of uh, fifty other discs. If it's not on that disc, I won't remember. You know, I, I right. just I, I, well, I, I try to listen to too many. The one thing I really like nowadays is that EPK. If they can send me, um, you know, something that I can download and listen to. I mean, that's what I. If, if I like what I listen to, then I'll do whatever I can to make it work out. Um, and it, I like it when I'm at my. Because first thing I do in the morning is I check my messages and I check my emails the last thing I do is check the mail because that's that's where all the bills come in <laughs> so the, as I say the US mail only gives me bad news the UPS man gives me good news right. so so I mean and nowadays I just you know that sonic bids is a good thing yeah. and I know there's probably a bunch of other ones out there but right. the sonic big thing kind of like makes you and you know I'm not trying to promote them but it's just that it seems like it's pretty organized right. And if I do that, and then if I like it, then I might want, then I'll ask, okay, well, send me a press kit, because at that time, then I know what I can use to send to the press people or what they're going to use. So that's kind of like another step. And I also ask for like, um, in a press kit, they should have like a bio, a disc, and posters. Nowadays, I really don't need pictures because they can go to a website and download them. So they got to have a website. I guess that's another one. You know, you should have those things. And that way, it will make it, you know, it will make it easier for me uh, to get press and for them to get press. Now, how do you know from a national act, and if you got to go, let me go. Just let me know. Um, If... uh, if, you, if you're bush, booking a national act, how do you know if they're going to bring in an audience or not? Um, that's part of the serious gambling problem I have. You know what I mean? Like Judith Owen, I mean, it's like, do people know her? i got to pay her something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's... You don't know. It's. I mean, it is. It's always a gamble. So... And you try to work it out. Right. Do you do you book local guys here as well, or is it all? National? Oh yeah. I, well, 
what I try to do is I won't book a, a, a local band unless it's like 45 days out. Because by that time, I figured I'm not going to get a national person. And I'd rather, since I'm downtown Cleveland, I try to do national acts or out-of-town bands, I should say. Because I would think we would have a, a better chance of getting press. Press is the big thing you want. Uh, airplay is the big thing you want. So you have a better chance of like turning on a DJ or turning on a, um, a writer onto something new coming into town where it's a little bit more um, exclusive. It's a little bit, um, it's more of a special event than doing a local band that plays all around town every weekend. Right. So what I'll try to do when it comes down to those 45 days is I'll try to look for somebody in town that's looking for a gig that might have like a CD they just put out, something news, newsworthy that would help me promote the night. What's, how many strikes does a band get before they're not asked back? Mm. One. One. If I like them, 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it just depends. It depends on how, you know, it, it all depends. I mean, if we get along, if I think musically they're really good, I'll, I'll get behind them, you know. That's cool. Blue Lunch has been playing for me for 23 years. They're one of the first bands I ever booked. And they're on my record label. And Kevin McCarthy's a new guy that's just coming up and has been playing here a lot that we're building a reputation for. So. See, that's cool, because I know a lot of club owners, it's all about the bottom line. They could give a shit about the music. And don't get me wrong, it is. Right, well, but, it's true. You're not um, going to sit there give away the store, but I'm just saying that that's, that's cool that you like the music, too. That's, right. that's a bonus. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, and I don't think you could do it unless you did like the music, because you would get burned out, I think. Right. You know, that's kind of what keeps you going, you know. You know, it's... What are, what are some of the... Stupid things a band should avoid when at an actual gig. What's some of the stupidest things you've ever seen? Uh, trying to run a tab and walking out on it. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Uh, being rude to my customers, being rude to my employees. Yeah. Just um, kind of like a rock star trip kind of thing. Mm, where yeah, sometimes some, sometimes they come with an attitude. It just it you know taking advantage of a situation. You know, it's you know some bands come in here and think they should have carte blanche to everything I own, and I'm like, well, that's yeah, and that irritates me. Um, not following through, you know. Um, I, what irritates me about a band that like gets a gig and just expects the the club to do all the work, and they just come in and play. I mean, I wish I could do that, but I can't. And that is going to do it for this episode of the Marketing Musician Podcast. Today we learned about Twiriad. And if you missed the episode about Buffer App, check that out. It's B-U-F-F-E-R-A-P-P. And uh, actually, if you go to uh, marketingmusician.com forward slash Buffer App, I think there's a little reward if you sign up through me. Also, if you're looking to support the show, go to supporttheshow.com. There's a link there for Amazon. And if you're going to be buying anything at Amazon anyway, just go out and click on that link. If you're going to be buying anything from, uh, go out to our website, marketingmusician.com. There's links there to Guitar Center and Musician's Friend, things like that. But if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon, uh, either go to that website, uh, support the show, or go to our website. I've got a link to it out there. And I've got some great stuff coming up in the future, some more interviews, 
and uh, would love to hear from you what you would like. Feel free to join in on the conversation. My uh, phone number is toll-free. It's 888-563-3228. If you have a microphone plugged in, you can click on the voicemail button. It's on the far right-hand side. It kind of floats over there. You can also email me, dave at marketingmusician.com, or leave a comment on our website, which is marketingmusician.com. And let me leave you with a little thought here, and that is, you know, if you have money, then you can afford therapy. But for the rest of us, there is music. Hallelujah. Stay cool, everybody. I'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Marketing Musician Podcast. Podcast.